The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 70, where we're going to be talking all about time-saving strategies for healthy CEOs. I am totally a health nut, and this particular guest is really, is really, really sharp when it comes to how to be healthy and how to run a business. Because a lot of us, you know, are grabbing snacks that are unhealthy or we're traveling a lot. So we grab that Snickers bar on the way to the plane. And so she really talks to us about how we can prepare to be healthier, um, which I am all about. But first, I do want to encourage you, if you haven't checked out my System Save Me Summit, please do so. If you want to implement more systems in your business, it can be inbox management, it can be uh, blogging, tons of different things that we have, and it's all free. So go check it out at systemsavemesummit.com. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love, love, love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Now let's get ready to dive deep into time-saving health strategies. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to share this guest with you today. Um, Nagina is just super, super resourceful when it comes to being a healthy CEO. I'm a huge proponent for taking your health um, very, very seriously as a entrepreneur or business owner, because if your body's not right, then your mind's not right, and then you can't do your work right, and then what are you doing? So, um, but Nagina, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's so good to be here, Jordan. Yes, so, so glad to have you. So let's go ahead and just have you shoot off um, a couple details about you and your business. Definitely. Well, I started my business as a result of a personal transformation. Um, I personally struggled my entire life to be healthy and to be at the weight that I wanted to be at. Mm. And, um, and after I started working in a demanding job, I worked for a top four uh, uh, management consulting for uh, firm in New York City, that's wow. when I started realizing how tired I was feeling and how much more energy I was starting to have uh, or starting to need. And then after I had two kids, it hit me even harder that, um, that, you know, it was part of it was that I didn't like, like what I was seeing in the mirror. And then part of it was that I didn't have the energy to sustain this lifestyle that I wanted. I wanted to be yeah. able to be confident and I wanted to be able to be productive. And I was constantly going through these 2 PM slumps. Um, wasting oh, yeah. hours in my day and then just working really hard trying to make up for it and feeling stressed all the time. And so um, I started uh, my website, masalabody.com, as a result of my personal transformation where as I was working in this incredibly demanding job where I was working 60, 70 hours a week, I lost 40 pounds and I did it in a healthful way where I started eating whole unprocessed foods and I 
started flavoring them in a way like with spices and herbs so that I actually enjoyed what I was eating. And it was, it didn't feel dreadful to eat this like healthy food that tastes so boring. And like, that's the stereotype. (laughs) It was actually great. I loved eating vegetables. I loved, you know, I started to crave vegetables, which I never thought would happen. Um, I still ate dessert, but I would be able to maintain the amount I ate. And what happened is not only did I lose 40 pounds, but I skyrocketed my energy and I started having sustained productivity all through the day. I don't have that 2 p.m. slump anymore. It just doesn't happen for me. I just don't get it anymore because I'm not constantly getting the sugar highs and the sugar crashes. And now what happens is there are a couple times when I like overdose on sugar. Maybe it's because like my kids have something, some special holiday and I'm just like, there's sugar all around me. And and sometimes you just can't say no. And so what happens is not only do do I feel like I need to take a nap, but my mind actually like gets really um, cluttered and it gets really foggy. And it's actually a scientific result of having too much sugar. Like it it affects Mm. the molecules in your brain. And so it makes you not as clear thinking. And so by changing what I was eating, it's impacted so much about me. It's impacted my weight, which as a result impacted my energy, but it's also impacted my productivity, the clarity that I have, the memory that I have um, in so many ways. And so um, I started masalabody.com to teach other busy women how to eat foods that they love and that will also help them feel more energy and shed their weight in a way that will make them more productive and confident. Um, And now I've had, I've coached uh, up to over 500 women and they've lost up to 40 pounds. And it's a sustainable change that has happened um, because they learn what to eat. And these are all women that are working 60, 70 hours, just like I did. That's my target market. Um, And they've been able to fit in these healthy habits into their lives, um, you know, over just by adding things a little at a time. And it it doesn't seem hard because I I show them how to do it. So, um, so yeah, so that I evolved and now I have a program called Spice Yourself Skinny, which is an eight week weight loss program where I lay everything out for women, what to eat, exactly how to eat it, exactly how to spice it up. And, and it, it's easy to get healthier. Totally. Cause that's half the thing is it's like, how many days can I eat bland chicken? <laughs> Not exactly. Like, yeah. Like chicken and broccoli. Like there's only so right. many times I can do, I can force myself before I'm calling the pizza man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I love it. And I'm now a huge spice fanatic. My favorite spice is rosemary. Um, oh. I actually just had rosemary chicken last night and it was delicious. Um, and so I know rosemary is my go-to, but I mean, there's thyme, there's sage, there's, I mean, all of it, all of it's delicious. Yes, so I love that. It, I mean, I love that you, because it's something that people a lot of times have like spices in their kitchen most of the time um, and they just aren't using them. So I love that you really, it's a, it's a, it's such a small change, but it can yield like huge results, which I'm exactly. So exactly. Just like the rosemary chicken. Like if you're just eating chicken, it's like, okay, you're going to get bored of it. But when you have rosemary in it, just that, just that touch of that herb, it like makes your whole house smell good. You're excited about it and you look forward to it. It just adds this excitement where yes, you can eat these healthy foods. It's like a transformation that this little thing uh, um, can do for you. So yeah, that sounds great. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so let's get into the nitty gritty of people actually putting a regimen in place, 
um, you know, a routine that will help them again. And I love the word you use, sustain healthy habits as a CEO, as an entrepreneur. Again, I'm a huge, huge advocate for this. I'm not saying that I am perfect, but, um, you know, I, I have habits, you know, when I do my podcast, I know that I'm going to need snacks in between. And so right now I have blueberries and cashews next to me and I have a whole big old jug of water and I just pour it into my little cup and you keep going. And, and so we're going to get into all the different healthy habits and I'm sure you have plenty to share. Um, so kind of before we get into that, describe your business or describe, your client's business before they implement this healthy routine? Like what are they, what are they trying and failing and doing when it comes to a sustainable um, regimen? Yes. Oh my God. Well, um, so basically they're, they're kind of like opposite than what you just described. Like you have like this healthy snack that you, and you know, you're going to be hungry. Like you prepared yourself for that. So the women that I coach, they, they are leading lives where they're going from meeting to meeting, or they're going from like podcast to podcast, or they're traveling and they're really thinking about getting there or about the, the presentation they're going to need to make, or they're thinking about, you know, all the things they're going to have to put together and food is like the third priority. And so what happens is like in between their meeting or in between like their writing session or their thinking session, whatever it may be, they realize, oh my God, I'm so hungry. And so they go and grab whatever's available to them really fast because they need a sugar rush because they're so hungry. And once right. the sugar cravings, once you get hungry, the sugar cravings are like literally pretty much uncontrollable. It takes a lot of willpower to control that. And we really yeah. don't have that amount of willpower. So what, what will happen is like, you're going to, a, uh, like my clients before, before they start implementing a healthy regimen, they'll go to the vending machine and grab something, or they'll go to the cafeteria and like scarf down noodles or scarf down, um, like a burrito or something because they, they can just only think about getting like like not feeling so hungry. And so then it does sustain them through the next hour meeting. And then what happens is they feel this lethargic feeling. It like hits them where they may even be in a meeting and their eyes start closing and they're feeling like really, really sluggish. They, and then they say, oh my God, I need to wake up. So what happens, they go and get coffee and then they go and get like a chocolate little dessert along with it. Cause that's what they have at the, at the coffee counters. So the whole day is a cycle of ups and downs and ups and downs. By the time they get home that evening, they feel like they've worked so hard. Or even if you're working at home, you feel like you've worked right. so hard that yes. by the end of the day, what happens? You want to treat. You want to treat yourself. <laughs> you know, it's like, I've worked so hard. People have been on me all day. I want to treat. And so what does that treat come in the form of? It comes in the form of unhealthy foods because that's how yeah. we really treat ourselves. And yeah. it's like, big bowls of pasta, cheese sandwiches, quesadillas, pizza, or it could even mean nothing because we feel like we feel guilty about eating all that stuff. So we eat nothing and that's not good either. So, yeah. um, and then one more thing happens after dinner, what happens after dinner, we get late night cravings and we also want to feel comforted and we want to reward ourselves for our hard day. So women go to chocolate, ice cream, wine, and this pretty much sums up the day. And then every, every time, like my, the people that I work with, and even me, this is how I used to be before I lost 40 pounds, is that I would say, tomorrow I'm going to be healthy. Tomorrow's going to be different. It is. And in the morning, I, you know, women will wake up and they'll start the day off kind of healthy if they can. But as the day goes on, the same thing happens. And yeah. 
It's a cycle of just feeding yourself, giving yourself sugar highs, sugar crashes, and then rewarding yourself. And it can literally go on for a lifetime, but it doesn't have to. It can change. It can absolutely shift. Yeah. I love that. All right. So um, when your clients come, what kind of is finally driving them to be like, okay, this isn't working. (laughs) Like I need to change. Like what is that either thing that they're saying in their head or something happens to them. Maybe it, it is like a health concern that a doctor says, what is it that finally drives them to say, okay, I need, I need to change my ways. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple things. I'm going to talk about two things, but uh, the first thing is it's without denying it. It's, it's putting on a lot of weight and it's like, that is the symptom of this of this like uncontrollable lifestyle where you're depending on willpower all the time to keep you, to keep you having like, to keep your energy maintained. You're just saying, forcing yourself to do things. And it just, it's just very hard. So once women put on 15 pounds and more, that's when they start to really get concerned because that's when from a physical perspective, they, they literally can't fit into their clothes anymore. And right. they don't want to purchase new wardrobes because a lot of women, they have nice clothes and they don't want to go out and spend money on a whole new wardrobe. And, and it's like also accepting going a size, size up is really hard. So actually like the physical part of it and what that means to your life and all the money that means in terms of investing in new clothing is a big thing. Um, and then also just looking in the mirror and not seeing the person that they know that they're that they were or seeing a photograph of themselves right now and knowing oh my god this is what i look like and this is just not the me and not you know i want to be really clear like our external who we are externally is not who we are internally it's not but but there we are showing the world who we are on the outside and it is something important especially in our world, you know, the world, if you're interacting with other people, they are seeing you on the outside and you can, you can kind of accept it or you can just, you know, try to put it away. But um, that is a big thing that, that really motivates women that they need to make a change. Uh, And so it's really their, their, their weight and the impact it's having on their physical bodies. And then the second thing is the energy and just the lack of energy is the feeling tired all the time, you know, and um, that's really what drives women. And, and one of the big things that happens is that after we work so hard all week, you know, really what we want on the weekend, like in a kind of a nice way of thinking about life is to go and enjoy your weekend, to go do things that you want to do, to have fun. But once someone gets to their weekend and all they want to do is sleep, or, and recover from the week and their, their weekend just passes by with them sleeping, like kind of lazing around watching movies all the time. That's not what women want. Like not, that's not what, that's not what a lot of women want. Or they realize I want more energy. I don't want to live my life working and sleeping, working and sleeping. You know, I want to do other things. Like I want to go for a walk. I want to go for a hike. I want to have energy to try new things in life. And those are really the things that start hitting women and saying like, this isn't the life I want. This isn't who I am. And I really need to, to change this if I want to become that person I want to be. And, and they really see the limitations, you know, in their professional and their personal lives from, from this unhealthy way of eating and living. Yeah. 110%. I agree. And I think it's, it's, you know, when, you do take care of yourself as a business owner and you show up in the world and all of that stuff, people are going to judge you. And, you know, for me, it's important that people say, I take, I take time to take care of myself. 
Um, and that is a huge priority. And if people see that I take care of myself, then there's almost this psyche that's like, oh, well, she'll take, she'll have time to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, all of these little, little, I guess, quirks of the human psyche that are happening, um, you know, if you look like you have a lot of energy, someone is going to want to be drawn to you because they're going to want that energy for themselves. Um, and so I think it is really important to take that into consideration when you are a business owner and you are your business and you have to show up. And in the way you show up, if you show up disheveled and crazy and looking whatever and not looking like you're enjoying your business, who wants to work with somebody that doesn't look like they have energy and who isn't enjoying their business. So I love that you touched on that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's thank you. And I was just actually talking with a style coach recently who she, she, she's an entrepreneur and she helps women get, you know, um, dress well and add fashion to their lives. And I think she described it in a really good way, which is, you know, when you put on a piece of clothing that makes you, that makes you feel good, it just, it just, adds so much to your personality. It adds so much to the energy you bring to the world. And it makes a difference. Like what you bring, brings a different energy to you. And so it's kind of like a good example to say when you put on a nice piece of clothing, it makes you feel really good. A nice necklace, nice earrings, it could be something so tiny. And it's the same thing in terms of your, you know, who you are and presenting yourself to the world. If you feel good, it's kind of like you bring more to the table and people bring, meet you where you're at. So- Awesome. So now let's get into the steps um, that people can take to start creating those healthy habits. Or maybe you have, you know, the five things that you can change pretty easily or, or stuff like that. So go ahead and walk us through those steps um, that people who are listening can take um, to get them on that road to sustainable health. Yes. Okay. So they really, it's really key that you do take small steps because if you like where the healthiest person right now is, it took them time to get there. They didn't get there overnight. So if you're, depending where you're starting at, you want to take small steps. My favorite step to recommend to people is to start with a sprinkle of a sweet spice that I like. And this is cinnamon. So if you start by, so cinnamon, it actually lowers your blood sugar and it helps you curb your sugar cravings. And it's not hard to add cinnamon to your day. So what you do is you sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon in your coffee or your tea that you're having in the morning. If you don't drink that, if you're having a smoothie, you can sprinkle it into that. Um, and if you can just get creative, you can sprinkle it. You, you don't have to add much. It's like a fourth teaspoon um, and you don't have to measure it. But it's, um, you add that and you're kind of like, what's going to happen is like, you're not needing the sugar as much. Okay. And that's really key. That. You're, you're not necessarily thinking of it as taking out the sugar. You're thinking of it as adding cinnamon. And it's really key to think about adding things to our diet instead of taking stuff out. It's a mindset shift, you know, it makes it so much better and more fun to add stuff instead of saying like, oh, I can't eat anything and I'm depriving myself, you know? <laughs> so Um, so cinnamon, cinnamon is a really great way. And you feel kind of indulgent when you're adding cinnamon to your morning. It's like, you feel like you're taking care of yourself. You don't feel like you're depriving yourself like you would with a lot of kind of healthy habits that we feel like we have to do. Um, so, so having that, and then the next thing is having a really good breakfast. So, um, a a protein packed breakfast. So a protein packed breakfast, 
breakfast, what it's going to do for you is it's going to, it's going to maintain your blood sugar through the morning. So you're not going to have this, 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 um, this like crash at 10 AM where you're going to think, Oh my God, I need to eat something right now. And then you go and get a croissant or a bagel. Then you have protein. It, it like keeps your blood level, blood sugar levels maintained. And then it also keeps you full for longer. So a couple things I recommend for breakfast are having um, like eggs, like you could have, you can make eggs any way you can. It could be scrambled eggs, um, easy, like uh, over easy eggs, or if you don't have time, hard boiled eggs that you get. Um, and that you either make the hard boiled eggs, like on Sunday, you can make a week's worth and you can have two hard boiled eggs. Um, and then you have, you have two a day. And I actually like to buy them from the grocery store because they're already peeled. So when I'm in a rush, I just grab two hard boiled eggs. And um, on the side, you have um, like berries or another fruit. Like I always recommend lower sugar fruit berries. I recommend tangerines. Um, if you want to have an apple, have a small apple or, or a half an apple. And if you're feeling hungry, you can add two tablespoons of peanut butter because that has healthy fats in it or, or some almonds to it. So those are some like good suggestions, but the, the main thing is that you want to have a breakfast. And if you don't have time for your breakfast, you can prepare your breakfast ahead of time. And it's a good idea to have um, a, the same breakfast every day because in the morning, we're not really looking for that much variety. It's, it's not as important as during the rest of the day, especially during dinner. Sometimes we like want to treat ourselves with some diversity, but in the morning, you're just kind of get going. And if you just don't think about what you're going to eat and you just know what you're eating, you can just get your day started. Like your priority is getting your day started and feeding yourself in the right way. So, um, so that's really, really good to have, have a, um, have that, um, high protein breakfast. Um, so like I said, taking this step-by-step -step is really key. And so I really recommend like doing the cinnamon first and then thinking about your breakfast, or if you're able to do both of those at once, that's great. Um, and then the third thing is to have snacks prepared ahead of time. And Jordan, you've done an amazing job with that. That's so perfect. And yeah. like when you have snacks, like it, it, you know, ideally like over time, you know, some people don't need snacks. Some people do, right. but if you need a snack, like if you feel hungry, usually the two times that are, are very um, uh, common to snack is the mid morning. So between breakfast and lunch, so like around 10 or 11 AM. And then the second time is around two or 3 PM between lunch and dinner. And like, if you have snacks, you're actually being strategic about your, about your energy maintenance and about like right. keeping yourself healthy because you kind of know that you're going to start, like, you're just anticipating, I'm going to start to feel that dip. So let me have the snack already available. That's already healthy. And while you have control and you can think clearly you can prepare that snack, you know, but when yeah. you're feeling when you're starting to feel hungry, you're going to just go for the sugar. Usually, usually that's yeah. what happens. You go for the quick, quick, easy fix. And it's can often come in the form of, um, chips, crackers, chocolate, um, cookies, muffins, things like that. So, um, you know, your snack sounds amazing. I just, I think like having a snack that, <laughs> yeah, it's like blueberries, cashews, like having a snack that you look forward to is really key. So that's a good snack. And then, um, like there's a couple other things I like to have, like, uh, I like to have the snack. It's called, um, I call it apple cinnamon, healthy dessert. And it's really cottage mm -hmm. cheese 
with um, a fourth of an apple cut up and then cinnamon sprinkled on it. And it's like so filling, it has all this protein in it and it's really portable. Like I could take it with me if I'm going somewhere. And I was um, going to ask you some portable stuff because I travel a lot and I usually will get like a big bag of raw almonds or cashews or whatever I'm feeling like nut wise. And then, um, sometimes I'll get like hydrated fruits. Um, so I tend to do that combo combination a lot. Um, but then also like jerkies or, or meat type protein as well. But do you have, I guess, tips on travel snacks and to go snacks and all of that? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, um, yeah, so it is really, okay. So I always try to have some snacks in my bag because snacks can seriously save you. Like they can save you. And when you're in a situation, you never know when you're going to be taking a little bit longer than you thought, or you're going to go somewhere you didn't expect to go. And if you have those snacks, you're not going to be going for all the temptations with, you know, around you. So, um, so some snacks I really recommend having is, um, getting like the hundred calorie, almond oh, almond yeah. packs mm-hmm. and you could actually have two of those at a time because 200 calories is really good for a snack if that's enough like you want to have enough like 100 calories right. is, is is better than nothing but you're probably going to be hungry still so yeah. um if you're getting around 200 calories that's a really good snack so those those 100 calorie almond packs are perfect and just throwing them in your bag and then whenever you need them you can pull out one or two of them whatever you feel like you need um Another thing I love is these little peanut butter, um, peanut butter packs that they are, um, they're called like Justin's peanut butter. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. And you can buy them at Whole Foods and they're basically one serving of peanut butter and, or one serving of almond butter. And they are just really delicious. I just eat them just like that. Like I just open the pack and like (laughs) eat it out of the bag because it has everything. It has the right amount of everything and it's a healthy fat. So healthy fats keep you full. So you're going to be like full time. Um, also sometimes people like to have apples with the peanut butter, which is fine too, or other fruits. So maybe you have the peanut butter pack and you have, like, if you had a chance to like have an apple, if you cut it up or if you just threw it in or, you know, any other fruit, that's a good idea too. Or celery also celery and hummus is another good idea. Hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And they have like little hummus packs that you can buy. So you can have that in there. Yeah. Um, so those are a few good things. And, and if you can have that, I mean, you're just going to feel so good about yourself. Like what, what I like to do is like when I'm in airports and I just see everyone around me, like eating like pretzels and, um, (laughs) like donuts and everything like that. My new mentality is the way I think is like, I just feel so good that I'm in control of myself and that I've prepared myself that I'm not giving into the temptations of the world that are not good temptations. And it feels very um, freeing to feel yeah. so empowered and to know that nobody's for, even though there's all of these unhealthy temptations around me, I'm not giving into them because mm-hmm. I already took care of myself and I'm taking care of myself and I'm going to feel great on this plane flight. I'm going to get a lot of stuff done. I'm not going to feel sleepy, you know, and right. sometimes like when I'm on a plane, I get my best creative work done. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so <laughs> Yes. It's very, um, very dependent on the food I've eaten because I went and had like a big, huge sandwich with lots of stuff in it. And like a a glass of alcohol, I will fall asleep on that plane flight. And that's like (laughs) two hours of amazing productive, productive time that nobody's bothering me that I'm sleeping, you know, and maybe that's okay too. Sometimes, sometimes that's what you need, but if it's a result of the food you ate that's making you so lethargic, then that's not what, that's not the right reason, you know? So 
Um, so yeah, so those are some, some healthy snacks. So the cinnamon in your coffee or tea or smoothie, the healthy protein packed breakfast, the thought, the snacks that you think about ahead of time, those are three key things. Um, and then, uh, and then a couple, so, uh, and then, so you, I can say five, is, is that what you want yeah. to mean? Five? Okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So the, the fourth thing is, um, is, is Sunday meal prep or Sunday prep mm-hmm. or weekend prep. And what yeah. that means is like, if, you know, as a CEO, we're busy, like once Monday right. starts, like you may not be able to turn around again, you know, it's like <laughs> you're having, you have podcasts. It's like, there's like meetings all the time. Yeah. There's people calling you, there's emails to get out. Um, there's meetings to have. So once you get going, it's really hard to take a break. And, and a lot of times, like what gets in the way is that you just don't have the food prepped. And right. of course, what that means is going to the grocery store. So if you don't have healthy food in your house, you will, or, or wherever you are, if you're at work, if you don't have it with you, you're going to very often just go for the easy thing. Cause it's going to take longer and the easy, unhealthy, you know, convenient type of thing. So, oh, yeah. so doing Sunday prep, what that means is that means like getting the food in your house, first of all. So like for me, I make it a priority that for me, Saturday mornings work for me to get the food in my house. Like so either go grocery shopping Saturday morning or before Saturday morning. Sometimes I go on Friday evenings, which sounds like really boring, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I still have my Friday night, but like, I, I know right. that if I don't go grocery shopping my whole week, it, my energy levels are going to be uh, like gone. Yeah. Not- good about myself. And it's all because of this one thing of going to the grocery store to get my food in, in my home. And on Sunday, what I do is like, I don't spend a lot of time. I spend 30 minutes, maybe an hour. And what I do is like, I just like, either I buy stuff already chopped. Like I buy like celery chopped, onions chopped, everything chopped, or I chop some stuff up real quick. And Mm -hmm. I, I marinate something like I'll marinate a protein um, like fish or chicken, I'll marinate it so that on Monday I can just come home and make it. I'm not thinking about it. Um, and then what I like to do is like make one side and usually it's like a healthy carb that I make. So I make a lot of lentils and beans, but you could make whatever carbs, whatever side you want. And so when I come home on Monday, I already have a side made, which is like right now I have black lentils in my fridge that was made with ginger, garlic. Um, it was made, like I put some garam masala in it, salt, pepper, it tastes amazing. And, uh, and then I already have um, fish that's marinated. So I'm just going to be able to put that in the oven around dinner time, And then I'm going to roast some vegetables with it. So yeah, the key is like a little prep. Um, you know, that's, you know, you're just doing that ahead of time. And it is really, um, a lot easier if like, say you have a plan to follow, like you kind of know what to do, but over time you will get really, you'll get, this will be, this will come easy to you. So like for my, the people that I help, I give them a plan. I tell them like, this is exactly what you prep on Sundays. And this is exactly what you make on Mondays and Tuesdays. And sometimes, um, that is what women need because they don't even have time to think about that, but but it is very possible to do that on your own and just know that like in the beginning, it it does take some mental effort just to think about what's going to go together, but it becomes natural. Like I don't even think about it anymore. I just know what to do. And that's what usually happens is like, you just know, okay, I need a vegetable. I'm at the grocery store. Let me grab, these are the vegetables I like, grab some fish. I know what the marinade is. And this is the carb I'm going to make because I already know that, or this is the side I'm going to make. So, so yeah, that's huge. 
Yeah, yeah. So that meal prep, getting ahead of your cravings, getting ahead of your hunger, that's, we already did that with the snacks. We talked about that. Right. Um, but that's what you're going to do with the meal, with the meal prepping. It doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to make all your meals, right. even though if you want to, you can, and you can just put them in the fridge um, or you can freeze some of them. But if you, you can also just do the prep ahead of time right. and that saves a lot of time. So um, I'll also try to like chop up any garlic or ginger, like all at once, once a month. And I'll put them in the freezer so that when I need them, I just break them off. And, um, and so those kinds of like little hacks that you're doing for yourself are really key, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so meal prep ahead of time is, is really key. And then the final thing is I think it's important to have a treat because, um, and the treat can come in, in, in any way you want, but it's like, I have one cheat day a week and all of the people that I work with, they have a mandatory cheat day one day a week. And that's, that's because it makes things realistic. It's like, you know what? I can eat healthy Monday through Friday. It's kind of easy actually, once you get your process in, in place, right. because we're so busy, we don't really have time to think about all this stuff. But when you have your cheat day, it kind of give you know that that day is coming up and you're looking <laughs> forward to it. And, and you know that like the, that maybe that cookie you were craving or that brownie or that croissant or whatever cupcake, you can still eat that. It's not off limits. And when we put things off limits for ourselves, it really, um, we want it even more, you know, yep. it's like, we just want to kind of break the rules sometimes. Yes. <laughs> it's like, Oh, well, I'm not allowed to have that cupcake. Well, now I want it 10 times more. So, you yep. know, but when you add that into your plan and into your routine and you have that cheat day on, like, I usually have it on Saturday. Um, then you're, you're giving yourself permission to eat whatever you want. And it makes you feel better about getting back on during the week because right. you, you know that you're, you're not like tied to this thing for like forever. It's not like, Oh, I can never eat sugar ever again, or I can never eat anything unhealthy. Yeah. It's just like making it realistic. Yes, I can eat it. So, so this yeah. system of these five things, it really does work to create a lifestyle that's sustainable because you're giving yourself those indulgences in, in the times, you know, you're not, you're not doing it all the time, but you're doing it enough so that you feel good about it. And then you yep. have that, that system throughout the rest of the day. And this really, oh my God, it, it's life-changing in terms of energy, productivity, and also time totally. saving because you're not thinking all the time, what am I going to eat right now? Oh my God, where am I going to go? Standing in line for 30, 40 minutes for your lunch, you know, when, if you're, yeah. if you're working somewhere, it's like you have your stuff with you and, yeah. um, and you just, you have your snacks with you. You don't have to spend all this time going to get it. So it saves yeah. you a lot of time and mental effort that you can dedicate to your business and to growing your business and to your, your personal yeah. life. Yes. 110%. Yeah. And all those are little shifts. And like you said, just start with one and then move into the next one and the next one and the next one. And it'll definitely come easy. I don't think when I first started doing my podcast, I had snacks. And then I was like, this needs to happen. So, um, so then you just learn kind of as you go. Um, and so I think it is really about preparation, really in every single one of those things. It's just preparing your meals or preparing your snacks or all that stuff. So I love that. <laughs> so, um, a couple of the final questions, and these are more business related. Um, so what was your best financial investment in business? 
Um, okay, my best financial investment has been in um, has been in getting coaching from other people who have already done it, and really, it saved me years, and not just saved me years, but it put me in a different platform of where I'm playing because right. I it's like I upgraded who I who I am and who I present myself to the world as, and also how I interact with the world. So like, the, like, and I've gotten coaching on, on several things, um, but like how I write my copy, you know, like how I write my emails, it's, it's totally different by understanding really what are the methods that, that influence people to actually change. Um, and, you know, there is a proven method that you can learn and then you can, yeah. you can make it for, you know, make it work for for you. And then also, you know, just how to, I've also done coaching on um, relationship building and that has been really key for me because as I've created better relationships, it's first of all, really nice as a first thing. It's just nice to be connected to more people. And there's a lot of synergies between being connected to people and things that you do for each other and, and gains that you give each other. And there's actually methods to creating strong relationships. And so I actually like, instead of making it about like, Oh, I'm good at this or I'm not good at this. It's not about that. It's like, let's, there is a, there are methods to create really meaningful relationships to people for genuine reasons. And then as a result, you understand what each other wants and you can both help each other. And it's, it's really a huge benefit. So I think investing in, and getting advice from other people who have already done it is, is really key. And it is hard to sometimes I feel like um, trust that someone's going to help you and know who's going to help you. So that does take time. But once you do find, and I think it's worth it to, to look around, to ask the right questions and not to jump too quickly. But once you find those, the coaches or the, or the programs that help you, it's, it's um, a great investment to accelerate your business. Yeah. 110%. And a lot of times it's in those transitional periods when you really need coaching. Um, I know that that's when coaching has worked the best for me is when I'm like, I'm changing something and I don't really know this path very well or whatever else. And someone who's already, you know, left that leap, then it's really easy to just connect with them and, and have them help you through that process. Um, yes. else. So, uh, and then what was your worst financial investment in business? <laughs> Okay. My, my worst financial um, investment in business was that actually what happened is that this year I got, um, there was a program that I jumped too quickly in and I just, I don't think it was the right program for me. I spent actually thousands of dollars on it. It, it wasn't like tens of thousands of dollars. So that's good, but it was thousands. And right. it was kind of because the person was so um, great at selling. Like they, they were so amazing at selling that they touched all my pain points. And I just thought, Oh my God, if I click, then I'll get this, you know, right. I'll get this. And this was really, it was a course about speaking and hmm. it was a course because I want to start doing more speaking events. Um, yeah. and, and it did teach me some things. It wasn't like, a, it wasn't like I didn't learn anything, but right. I didn't get as much out of it as I would have, I think another program. And I think I was just, it was like, I just jumped too quickly. I didn't even really know the person, but they were referred to me by somebody that I knew. Mm -hmm. So I had the connection, but that's why I think, um, really doing research on what you're jumping into. It's, it is key and getting referrals, understanding who else has worked with that person. I think that's really key. 110%. Yeah. And, and, and it is hard because, 
you know, even sometimes you get referrals and it's not the best um, Mm -hmm. experience. And so, you know, it's trial and error. There are going to be times where you make investments that don't necessarily work out or don't meet your expectations. And, and, you know, that's just part of owning a business. Um, But it is research is huge on, on those things, especially if you're spending thousands of dollars or multiple thousands of dollars um, on programs or coaches or all of that sort of stuff. So hopefully you brought that up. Uh, lastly, where can people find you online? So website, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, wherever you hang out. Yes. Well, I have a special, um, gift for, um, systems that save me listeners. So I can share that. Um, so this is going to be, um, my cheat sheet on the sweet spice that's probably in your kitchen cabinet. And um, it helps to lower blood sugar and also to curb sugar cravings. Um, And so what I'm going to share in my sweet spice um, cheat sheet is three health benefits, um, five ways to use it in your day, and then a special recipe that's super easy. It takes like 30 seconds. And this is for um, systems that save me listeners only. And it's at masalabody.com slash systems saved me. So um, that's where you can find me. And then once you sign up for that, I'll also send you my free, um, uh, it's, it's my seven spicy recipes to spice off your first seven pounds. And then I'll send you some more emails after that so I can get to know you and you can get to know me a little bit better. Yeah, I love that. Yes, everyone go grab that. It'll be in the show notes. So we'll make it really easy for you. Um, and you can go and check it out. But Nagina, thank you so, so much for sharing all of your goodness. And I hope everybody at least takes one thing, if not many things from this interview, because your health is so important and is directly connected to your productivity and your business. Um, so thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Jordan. It's been so much fun. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you on the next episode.